is Ali Farouk Manesh, assistant men's basketball coach at Colorado State, and you're listening to the Hall Show on 1310 KFK. Just 35 minutes after the 11 o'clock hour, joining me now, the Kevin Lytle of the Fort Collins, Colorado, and he is our your everybody's Rams insider. Big one coming up on Saturday. Kevin, obviously the basketball side of things is important to talk about, but this game Saturday, for so many reasons, is going to be an emotional one. Um, Obviously the tragedy with uh, the three University of Wyoming swimmers uh, passing away in the, in the accident last week. Um, I, I know that CSU, I, I, I've been so impressed by this. They've done a great job of, of honoring those swimmers, of honoring Wyoming. And then, of course, it's Isaiah Stevens' final basketball game at Moby Arena, too. So it, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of emotions swirling about coming up this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Like you say, the the crash obviously will be in the forefront of a lot of people's minds, especially you know Wyoming folk will be uh, taking two a seven down to to Fort Collins for that one, you know, including the team, and you know that's where that crash happened. So that you know was just just a devastating, horrible, really tough thing that that yeah, you know everyone has rallied around you. <laughs> you you wish it never happened that you had to rally like that, but yeah, that that obviously is. Um, just going to be heavy on on the hearts and minds of a lot of people involved and then yeah just the the basketball side there's no doubt um senior days you know can be emotional certainly for the the players involved but i think especially in this case um this is this is gonna feel a little different because isaiah stevens particularly this isn't to um you know minimize the other seniors because it's a big important group but obviously isaiah is just a completely different uh, standing of, of anyone in CSU men's basketball history, I would say, even David Roddy, you know, five years, he came into a program that was, you know, just in the earliest stages of a rebuild. And, you know, frankly, he committed to a, a bad program, uh, you know, a bad team and he's leaving it in a great place. He, you know, we'll talk more about this in a minute, but he'll likely, uh, make the you know NCAA tournament for a second time in three years. Obviously, he owns basically every scoring and assists and uh, games played, minutes played record that there is at CSU. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be loud and emotional when, when Zay's name is read out there on Senior Day. Do you think they're going to do – I mean, obviously, they always do something special on Senior Day, but is there going to be something a little extra special for Isaiah Stevens? I don't think anything particularly different. Um I haven't asked. I'll, I'll check on that. But I think more just obviously he'll be the last one to be honored. And I think more that's going, I assume that's going to be a very long standing ovation. So I think probably more like that, but we'll see. I, I, I again, I need to check on the details of this, but I, I always suggest, especially in situations like this, that the team would be better off doing senior day ceremonies after the game. Mm. Um, let guys stay in their normal rhythm play the game and especially it's an afternoon game it's a rival game fans would stay till the end especially knowing that that's when you're going to honor stevens um because it's going to be emotional so yeah assuming you know if they do that pregame like those normally are that's going to be really emotional and uh that you know that can play into the game one way or another it could play a good way or a bad way I'm, you know you don't really know until you know but um it's not just going to be stevens you know his coaches are going to be emotional um you know, Ali Farokmanesh, uh, you know, I heard him on, on the lead-in to, to my 
uh, segment here, he he was saying to me the other day that basically his entire coaching career has been either recruiting, you know, during that time he's either been recruiting or coaching Stevens. So, uh, <laughs> you know, wow. he's he's just a really impactful guy to you know pretty much everyone that cares at all about Colorado State men's basketball. Oh man, hearing that it's just that brings it home. You know, a, a guy that. Obviously, Ali Farouk has a lot of responsibilities, but one of those responsibilities was courting Isaiah Stevens, was getting him here, you know, keeping him happy, building around him, helping him grow as a player, helping him grow as a human. That That's interesting that you bring that up because um, that will be that would be tough knowing, hey, I spent this. I spent so much of my career, you know, around this guy. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it sounds sort of, you know, coachy cliche, but it is true. You know, you get to know these families and everything. You know, Ali, you know, back when Isaiah was, a you know, middle of high school is starting to get to know, um, you know, his parents, Pat and Barry. And, you know, you see them at every game. Um, you know, Pat has become, Isaiah's mom has become almost like one of the faces of the program. You know, I don't want to say team mom, but. Like she's there all the time. All the players know her. Obviously, all the coaches know her. Um, just ever present people um, in this program. And I say there, you know, the Stephen, not just Isaiah, but the Stevens family. I think will always be part of the story of this rebuild, rebirth of Colorado State men's basketball. Yeah, well, and there's still a lot of basketball left for this team. Yep. Obviously, you have the two final games. You know, you got your game against Wyoming and then in Colorado Springs against Air Force. And then the Mountain West tournament happens. So, Kevin, um, if is there a number? Are the Rams already in? If they lose to Wyoming and Air Force, what? What? I mean, what are we looking at? Give us the scenario to make sure that Colorado State does indeed go dancing. Well, you're reading, reading my tea leaves here because I just finished writing a where to see as you stand in NCAA tournament uh, seating and, and projection story, uh, which will be on coloradoan.com soon. The big picture is CSU is not a bubble team right now. They are in. Uh, the margin of error has thinned, and the seed line has, has been hit by this three-game losing streak. But overall, the resume is still very good. Um, I think if CSU wins these final two games, they go to Vegas set that they'll be in the tournament, and Vegas is more for chasing a title and improving seeding. Lose one of these two, and, and all of a sudden it does start to get nervous because the problem with these two games is they don't really help you that much from metric standpoint if you win them, but they can hurt you, so they're, they're dangerous games. <laughs> Obviously, we know what both Wyoming and Air Force can do. Uh, so they're, they're dangerous games. So CSU needs to win. Um, you know, that kind of goes without saying, you know, that's why you play the games anyway. But right now, CSU is still in a very good spot. They have 10 top 100 net victories this year. So again, yes, I get right now for, you know, it's tough and it's been a wobble from this team, but overall, the resume is still very nice. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I'm kind of in that middle ground where it's, yes, there's reason to be a little worried, but it's still out in front of them for Colorado State. All you got to do is take care of two teams that you should beat, but again, you throw in the factor of you know it, it being an emotional night Saturday. Wyoming would very much love, it, it hasn't been the season they wanted, but they would love to say, hey, we swept CSU at least. That's a nice consolation prize. Um and then, of course, Air Force, they went to overtime at Moby. So you should win these games, but it's not impossible to think that Wyoming and Air Force could give you some fits. 
No, obviously they can both be very dangerous. You know, Wyoming uh, can be very explosive offensively. Obviously, we, we we know very well what happened up in Laramie with that crazy finish. Um, so they're a very very dangerous team. And you know, let's be real. One, it's a rivalry game, so they're going to be up for it anyway. And two, these guys know it. They they know what CSU's resume is, and and you know, Wyoming knows they're not in the tournament unless they go win in in Vegas, but. You tell me those guys wouldn't love to come into Fort Collins and um, mess up both Senior Day and CSU's resume? Like they're very well aware of that. Um, being a being a heel can be quite a motivator sometimes, and they'll be ready for that. And then, yeah, you know, it's it's a week away, but Air Force we know can be very very tricky. CSU took needed their own miracle to escape that one. Obviously, Air Force went the pit. You know, there are plenty of reasons to know and understand why that one's dangerous. So yeah, these are. You know, you look at the metrics and it's like, yeah, CSU should win. But, you know, when you actually get down into the nitty gritty and, you know, players next and those of it, you know, these are not easy games. No, they're really not at this stage, too. I mean, it, you know, again, when you have teams always can find the motivation, you know, something to play for. And, you know, we were talking to our one of our Wyoming guys uh, the other day, Ke- uh, Kevin, and you know, sometimes you will see teams at this stage if they know they're out. And yeah, we got the tournament still, but we're not we're not going to stack up. They might phone it in. You know, you might just kind of start men- right, mentally preparing <laughs> for next year. Um but in this case, for Wyoming, they do have a lot to play for. And I think, again, Air Force, too, this is what happens when you put the rival games at the end of the season. Yeah, I think we've seen, especially with Wyoming, that on their day, they, they can sure. be quite dangerous. So, you know, they you know can they do it for four straight in Vegas against the quality of this league? Probably not. But they're good enough that certainly they're going to be convinced that they can and be trying to play for that. So, yeah, you know, that Wyoming team is not going to come in yeah, like you say, sort of headed to spring break or anything like that. They'll, they'll be very, very ready to go. And like you say, I mean, those guys, you know, especially Linder probably feels like Isaiah Stevens has been around for a hundred years and, you know, they would love to ruin his day. Uh, you know, yeah. not me, you know, not in a malicious way, but just in a competitive way of, like, uh, you know, you think it's going to be a celebration day. Uh, for you guys to to play us, beat us, and you know have your little party, like nah, we're we're gonna ruin that. That absolutely will will be in their heads because it's you know that's what competitors do. No, you're you're absolutely right. You know this is going to be it should be an intense start. We'll see how the Rams kind of handle this one overall. Um, Kevin, in in your discussions and your chats with the coaches and some of the players, you know in that Nevada game. It just seemed like to me, okay, find a way to get in the paint, but the decision-making has got to be quicker once you get the ball to one of your bigs. What has kind of been the message around this team right now? Because let's face it, they're, they're not hitting from deep. They're not hitting threes. So until that starts to happen, which you got to think eventually this group will, but until that does start to happen, they have to really get to that mode where they're owning the paint and they can handle those double teams and make those quick decisions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have to live in the paint and – you know, in a lot of ways they have been. You know, the CSU is 11th in the country in two-point percentage, so they've been very good in there. I know, you know, we've kind of swung back to our usual fan complaint of, you know, we need the seven-foot guy that's skilled and physical and blah, 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 because, you know, it's just that easy. Um, but really, CSU's been good inside overall. But, yeah, again, these last maybe three games, 
they've had some kind of key misses inside and I think you're more just seeing confidence issues with this team of maybe just playing a little tight. You're seeing it. You're certainly seeing it on outside shots, but I think you even can see it inside a little bit of, you know, you, you maybe rush one a little bit or, or like you say, maybe not make the right decision right away. Just things like that. It's these little differences that, um, you know, change a couple plays. And, and that's what the last three games have been for CSU. A couple plays and and they all swing the other way so yeah it's uh it's an interesting thing and you know teams are going to continue to sag in the paint since csu can't shoot right now um so it's it's a conundrum that the rams are in yeah hopefully they can solve those issues very very soon as soon as um you know saturday for colorado state kevin uh we'll do we got rams weekly coming up today at five o'clock a full rams weekly if you can believe that we're gonna have a full show tonight so i'm looking forward to breaking into this more we're gonna have the full football schedule coming out in what about an hour or two so we can have that to go over yep yep we'll have that by by 1 p.m so that'll be interesting obviously it's it's a unique schedule one we know csu has seven total home games and then two, we know that there's the non Mountain West Mountain West game against Oregon State in there as well. So it's it's going to be interesting to look at. Yeah, it will. And we'll break into it later on uh, this evening, five o'clock here on KFKA. Kevin, my man, appreciate you as always. We'll catch up with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me.